in a vast abandoned library on the borders of civilization. Matthew and Eric find themselves trapped and lost with little hope of escape, surrounded by nothing but the esoteric books of definitely real authors. They resolve to do all that they can do. Read. This is Lost in Narration. And then, uh, the silence doesn't fucking matter. There's always silence everywhere. There's silence all the time, because we never we never stop. Silence all the time is a good name for a book. What's, what? Here's the thing, here's the thing about being a successful author. You really only need the title. That's all you fucking need. I don't need. think that's true. I don't think that's really? true. Really? Okay, yeah. how does that sound? Okay, Go so ahead. I I heard this phrase one day when I was walking down the street. I heard two a couple fighting, and one of them said, "You always do this. You always spit on me." <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. and the other one said, "It's a joke." Yeah, I so I heard joke, I yeah. heard that the phrase. Um, you always do this, and yeah. I just I locked on. I thought that would be an excellent phrase for the title of a book. Right. So I contacted um, Penguin and I said, hey, Penguin, I know you've got a lot going on right now with the Monopoly lawsuits or whatever the fuck is going on. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I, I glance at headlines, Penguin. You have to understand. Right. You're a yeah. fucking furry mammal. Are penguins a mammal? I don't know. Also, it's not a real penguin. It's a publishing. Oh, film. of course, it's the, the publishing the publishing, publishing house. house I think, yeah. So I say to Mr. Penguin, I say, um, I have this book. It's called, what was it? <laughs> you always you do forgot. this. Yeah, you always do this. Yeah. No, this is me reenacting. It's a power play to pretend that you okay, don't I know like what that. it yeah, Because like it intrigues them. They're like, who is this yeah. cocky little shitter that's right. coming in here into the Penguin Studios? Because <laughs> that's what they call them. Not right. offices yeah. or publishing house. Didn't you say you were on the phone with them? <laughs> I may have. Right. <laughs> okay, go on. And, uh, no, this is me. I'm on the phone with Mr. Penguin, yeah. and I'm reciting the conversation that I had with him in person. Got it. Okay. Just in sure. case he forgot any snippets. <laughs> right. Um, you know, people, you know, they have a meeting on Zoom, and they record the meeting just for later. This is effectively that, but I okay, just have a really sure. good fucking memory. Right. So I say, I have this title for a book. It's called You Always Do This. And then Mr. Penguin, he, he, he puts up his flipper and he says, stop. Right. That's it. That's the winner. Fast forward. Eight years. Published. Eight years? Extremely, eight years. Well, it took a... It, they, you know, they ultimately rejected <laughs> it because it was only a title and it <laughs> okay, took got it. years <laughs> and years. Eventually, I had to independently publish, um, but we got a few copies out. Anyway, okay, so it wasn't with Penguin at all. <laughs> wildly successful. Well, I uh, I put a penguin on the on the cover. That seems. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to do that. That's well, it was sure. a picture of a penguin. It was a stock image of a penguin, and that was the cover. Was anyway, it like on so, the side of it, and it um, said Penguin Publishing House? Yeah, it said Penguin Publishing House, but that's my name. Got it. So here's what I did. I changed my name. Yeah, you see what I did. Right. I legally changed my name to Penguin Publishing House. Right. Did you change it back after to Matthew Gowans? Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. It's been nine years since then. I've lived a long life. Um, Anyway, so yeah. Effectively, um, the book was wildly successful in eight different uh, local suburbs. And um, the secret, and you'll never fucking believe this. Is that there was there was three hundred pages in that book? Every single one of them had zero words. Got it. 
All that book was was the cover. Okay. And people bought it because they loved the tale. I and now okay. So pe- yeah, I'm a millionaire. People didn't buy it because you said it was only popular in like eight different local suburbs. It's like not very popular at all. There's yeah, it's probably not. And also, I doubt anyone like read it because you can't read it. And also, you asked what I thought about this, and it's it was nothing. You brought up the penguin thing; it was nothing. That was worthless to say. I, I still think that books aren't just the title and that's it. People like quick reads. And what what a quicker what's a quicker read than a book that with empty pages? Did you actually like change your name to Penguin Publishing House? You have to you the first one is free. Um yeah. but if you want to change like your backup or anything else, yeah, yeah like Xbox. Like Xbox, you actually have to pay a hefty sum to change it back. It's like a fiver. Um, and I just oh, can't really, yeah, can't really, yeah, can't really justify that right now. Really? You want to know why? Yeah, right now. Cause <laughs> you want to know why? Yeah. We're in a cost of living crisis, Eric. Okay. And I actually pardon the pun. We live for free and we live for free. We're stuck here. Yeah. We're stuck here. When did I do all that publishing house shit? I don't think you was did. That I even, think you're having delusions. Did I even do that? Or was that just one of the no. weird things in my head? It's, I feel like you're having, I feel like there's, I feel like you've been in a gas leak for years. Yeah. But there was never actually a gas leak. It's just who you are. You know? You know how some people give birth in the bath? Sure. I was born in the gath. In the gath? In the gas. You said gath. I was born in a puddle of gas. Of liquid you gath, gas. Though. You said gath, man. Right? Yeah. And that's really the difference. What are you... What? And how are you doing, man? Worse. Than me? Or than last time we recorded? Because last time we recorded, at the end of it, you just sort of straight up out of character yeah. said that you're, yeah. you're depressed as shit. So. Oh, yeah. Um... Yeah. yeah, I guess worse than that then because of the story you told. Oh. Yeah. So you're saying that my stories have a big impact? No. And you're saying, that saying. My, well, they had a big impact on your mood because it's worse now. Yeah. So. Yeah. How about we read someone else's story? Yeah, you want to read someone else's story? I just said that. Speaking of someone else's story, <laughs> here's an idea from Matthew. You want to read a book? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean, man? <laughs> you want to read one, huh? You want to yeah, read? Yeah, stop asking me. Just <laughs> stop. Oh, uh, what's the book called? I want it ball. There you go. You're, we remembered. So all you fuckers complaining, every single one of you. <laughs> what, what, what was it? Three thousand, <laughs> right? Yeah, three thousand of them complained at the very least. Noticed. everybody welcome to the sinking hole pub quiz first things first everybody pick their team name then we'll get right into the questions langston eat streets turns to the only other person on his team name time omnissa kent ah you don't have to call me omnissa kent when i'm off the clock oh sorry name time kent it's uh trent your real name is trent then why aren't you called omnissa trent <laughs> yeah because that rolls off the tongue Probably best if I don't call you Omnisicant, I suppose. If anyone found out you're secretly the superhero whose power is knowing everything, we'd probably be disqualified. Or at the very least frowned at. Has my fake mustache. It's great. Looks really fake. Perfect. 
As for the perfect team name, I'm thinking original, something that's never been done before. I'm thinking let's get quizzical. <laughs> now that is good. A first time for everything. Okay, thanks for getting in your team names, folks. Playing for the grand prize this evening, we have Let's Get Quizzical. Next up, Let's Get Quizzical. And hiding over there in the corner, Let's Get Quizzical. Next up, we have Quizmasters. And finally, Let's Get Quizzical. Omnisicant is nodding with respect. Quizmasters. That is, that is good. One minute until the first question, folks. Okay, Trent, this is it. One million dollars on the line. One million dollars. I'm so surprised they didn't even confiscate our phones. Honor system. Besides, we don't need to cheat. We have you. This is it, folks. Question one. Which American actress nicknamed the Queen of Comedy featured on the first cover of TV Guide? Amnesticand is smiling smugly, and Langston leans forward, awaiting his answer. Lucille Ball. There it is. That's the shit. The streak begins. Langston writes Lucille Ball on their whiteboard. All right, time's up for that one. Everybody show your answers. Okay, so that's a point for Let's Get Quizzical, a point for Quizmasters, and... What is that? A drawing of a ball? I, um... I thought we were supposed to draw it. That's my bad. I thought we were supposed to draw our answer. <laughs> All right, question two. Which spiky fruit is hailed the king of fruits in Southeast Asia? Hmm. You're up, Trent. What are we thinking? I know this. Of, of course, of course you know it. You're uh. So, so what is it? I'm not sure. Dragon fruit. I'm just again nods suddenly, tapping the whiteboard pan against his temple. Bingo. You got it. I'm thinking. What you got, man? Let's see the ball. What's that? Write it then. You have the pen. Amnesticand leans forward to write Lucille Ball. <laughs> no, don't write that. What are you talking about? Are you kidding? Don't worry. I, I'm, I'm picking up on a pattern. A pattern? This is the second question. The answer is a fruit. Hey. Hey. Do you trust me? No, not at all. I honestly think you're about to screw me out of a million dollars. Is this some kind of lesson you're trying to punish me for using you to cheat? Do. You. Trust. Me. No. Hey, look at me. Look at me. Do you trust me? She's not fruit, man. She was in I Love Lucy, and she's not a fruit. Amnesty again grabs the whiteboard and pulls it off the table, quickly writing Lucille Ball before Langston can stop him. All right. Answers, everybody. Amnesty again holds up his whiteboard, as does every other team. Langston puts his head in his hands. Let's see here. Ah, tough one, I see. But that's a point for Quizmasters. Let's get quizzical and... Let's get quizzical. Amnesticand puts down his whiteboard. Told you. Almost every other team is called Let's Get Quizzical. They obviously don't mean our team. Why do you think that? Because you wrote Lucille Ball, man. You know what? Thank you for your fucking ethics seminar. Langston eats treats, gets off his stool, and reaches for his drink to finish it before he leaves. I can see everyone's a bit riled up at such an early trick question. But the Durians had its day, folks. Lucille Ball is the king of the fruits. I'm sorry? Langston sat down. Everything all right over there? Did you just say Lucille Ball is the king of fruits? Hey, hey, sit down. Langston sits down. 
What the fuck is going on? All right. Now commences our... After after question two? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now commences our five-minute break, folks. We'll be back with more questions very soon. God damn it. Every time. (laughs) So early for a five-minute break. I, for one, am glad. We have much to discuss. I thought that's maybe the case. Whenever I hear mention of Lucille Ball, I'm on red alert. Why? The pop quest host is a supervillain. Hmm? His name is Tame Alain. Alain? Is everyone's secret identity just a pun on their real name? Doesn't seem very secret. No, his real name is Ken. Then why not Time a Ken? Yeah, because that rolls off the tongue. It does. It sounds a lot better. Well, he's not a linguist, Langston. He's a supervillain who could travel through time. But what does that have to do with Lucille Ball? Growing up, Ken was obsessed with Lucille Ball. There was only one problem. She's dead as shit. Kind of mean and unnecessary. Just say she's dead. Okay. L-E. But we don't have time to say our initials right now, man. And then one day he got the pair of tame travel from the elf magic. Wait, is that still how the superheroes in this universe got their superpowers? The elf magic from season one? Figured Y2K22 might have retconned that. What, so Santa would have died for nothing? Now that guy is dead as shit. Hell yeah, brother. So, naturally, Ken traveled back in time to try to woo Lucille Ball and make her his bride. He tried a number of strategies, like going up to her and saying, I think it's time we got the ball rolling on our passionate love affair. And going up to her and saying, I've got my eye on the ball. The Lucille Ball, if you get what I'm saying. Sorry, this guy had the power to time travel back to try to woo Lucille Ball, and every time he just used plays on expressions with the word ball in them? Much to his bafflement, it didn't work. Of course. And while he would have loved to keep trying, he began to notice his actions were having some subtle, but nevertheless serious, effects on the timeline. One day, for example, he returned to the present to discover that the author, Jack Finney, had been erased from existence, meaning his famous sci-fi book, Time and Again, had never been written. And that's where Tamalan got his supervillain name from. So he figured enough was enough. So far, he's showing an impressive amount of self-restraint for a supervillain with time travel powers. Did he ever work out what subtle thing he'd done in the past that caused Jack Finney to be wiped from existence? Stepped on a butterfly, perhaps? He knocked an air conditioner out of a ninth-story window, and it landed on Jack's mother's head. Jesus Christ. Like, uh, that one show? Fargo, yeah. The, the good place? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so what next? Well, finally resigned to the fact that he would never wife and or smash Lucille Ball, he decided to honor her in a different, more subtle way. Your last example of subtle was him knocking an air conditioner onto someone's head. He would go back in time, more or less at random, and change minuscule details about history so that they'd, in some way, involve Lucille Ball. And we let it slide, me and the rest of my superhero team. And what's the name of your team? That's not pertinent. No, no. What's the name of your superhero team? I think it's clear that you know the name of my superhero team and you just want me to say it. Say it? The Super Sloppies. Right. God, when will people give us a break? Do you know how many superhero teams are out there? All the good names are taken. So many other names exist before the Super Sloppies, though, right? We let it slide. We let his subtle tampering with Lucille Ball trivia slide. Quite frankly, he wasn't the kind of supervillain we wanted to piss off. We'd seen what he could do, and Voracious Reader Girl was a big fan of Jack Finney. And now with the fruit shit? That doesn't even make sense. Right, of course not. She's a fruit? 
It's nonsensical. And the fact that he's bragging about the damage he's done to the timeline, going so far as to hosting a pub quiz where I can only assume every answer is Lucille Ball. It's sick. It's twisted. It kind of sounds like you're enjoying it. <laughs> kind of sounds like you're I agree. <laughs> kind of sounds like you're getting off to it, but it's whatever, I guess. I agree. So what are we going to do about it? Well, we don't know the full scope of this. So I say we wait it out for a few more questions. Got a feel on just how hard he's ballsed up the timeline. Good stuff. Thank you. And we're back. Sorry, folks. I just didn't want to be here for a while. All right. Question three. Carved on the far right of Mount Rushmore is the face of which public figure? Oh, God. It's worse than we thought. Reluctantly, Langston writes Lucille Ball on their whiteboard. And when Tamalan calls for it, holds up their answer. Damn, almost a full house for question three. Lucille Ball is correct. Do you think any of the other teams have noticed the pattern? Prize is a million bucks. Who's going to question it? Still. A little stunning that some of them are still getting these wrong. Question four. What is the loudest animal on Earth? No way. Right up. Thanks and race Lucille Ball, and when he holds up his answer, the whole pub is shaken by a deafening sound. Much akin to whale song. Ah, and right on time. That's right, folks. Lucille Ball was an animal so loud that the echoes of her wailing can still be heard to this day, decades after her death. What? Okay, folks. Nearing the end of round one here. Question five. What color is the sky? Langston and Omnesican share a worried glance. They slowly look over to the window about the sky. There, garishly plastered over the sky like a video game texture gone wrong, is Lucille Ball's big, round face. That's good imagery. <laughs> Was the sky like that when we came in? I think we would have remembered that. I don't know. She kind of blends right in. Oh, for sure. She's a natural. But I bet he made all these changes during the five-minute break. In fact, I bet he's doing all this to taunt us. Because he sees through your disguise? I never would have anticipated this. Should have. The mustache fell off after question one. Omnisagan looks down at the table. The fake mustache is floating in his drink. Shit. And now we have question six. Which capital city is home to the Eiffel Tower? Langston Googles it. It's Ball. She's Paris? Hey! The pop quest host, also known as Tamalan, also known as Ken, storms over to the table. He grabs Langston's phone and glares at the screen. What is this? You're cheating? Cut the shit, Tamalan. I know it's you. Oh, well done. You saw through my ingenious disguise as pub quiz host. What? You want a point for that? I'm literally wearing my costume. Omnisagan looks down at the spandex sleeve showing under Tamalan's fleece. It's very clearly his costume. For a superhero whose power is omniscience, you really need to get more observant. I'm working on that, okay? I bet you think I made all those Lucille Ball changes to history because of my whole going back in time and making Lucille Ball changes to history thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. I didn't do shit. This is your whole M.O. You think anyone else has the power or the desire to go back in time and make Lucille Ball the answer to every pop quest question? Wait. <laughs> you actually think this was me? <laughs> the voice. <laughs> of course we fucking think it was you. Hell, I know it was you. I'm a Nessian. Or did you forget that? Langston raises his hand sheepishly. At multiple points this evening, I actually did forget that. That's fair enough. It hasn't really come up. I... I don't believe this. You actually think me, Tai Malen, the supervillain that's been known for doing exactly this sort of thing in the past 
did this? Fucking obviously. God, I, I have my super sloppy alarm four questions ago. Why hasn't my team shown up yet? The super sloppies? You mean the biggest Lucille Ball fan club and or pacifism fan club in Sinkhole City? You did what? I didn't do anything. It's always been that way. I spoke to them hours ago. Well, if they're not coming, I'll have to take you down myself. Oh, I see. So that's it, is it? You're going to take me down? (laughs) (laughs) You look at me, the perfect suspect, and you assume that, what, I did this? Are you seriously waiting for me to answer that? Do you... Do you think I did this? Yes! So that's how it works these days, hmm? You find out some Lucille Ball-based facts about history that don't quite fit your agenda, and you assume that I, humble pub quiz host and time-traveling supervillain, went back in time and caused those changes. Oh no, but of course. Of course it can't just be that Lucille Ball has always had such a profound impact on Earth's culture. It can't possibly be that the city that's home to the Eiffel Tower was never named Paris after the city of the same name in Pixar's Ratatouille. And it can't possibly be that the sky was actually always Lucille Ball's entire stretched-out face, can it? Because that just wouldn't fit, would it? Wouldn't fit your perfect little cookie-cutter world. Well, Omnis again, another man I don't know. Did you ever consider this? Did you ever consider that maybe, just maybe, this guy was always that way? And maybe, just maybe, you just never looked up? You just never put down your fucking phones and for once in your godforsaken lives looked up? For a few moments, the pub is silent. So silent you could hear a pen queef. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. The no, cheering I don't think so. begins. No, 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 I don't think so. Everyone no, I think you gotta change pub. that one, actually. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> Everyone in the pub, and everyone who entered the pub, upon hearing Tamblyn's rousing speech from the street, they are cheering. Even Langston. Why are you cheering? Hey guys, it's my line. Um, if Matthew didn't cut that, if Matthew didn't cut that out or change it, um, I'm really sorry for that. I'm really sorry for the pinqueef thing. That's really, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what can I say? I'm razzed. Tamblyn raises a pinqueef. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> really good. That was really good. I guess it's on the brain. <laughs> Tamerlan raises a hand to cease the cheering. He looks at Langston. Wait, did you really believe me just now? I'm at the very least roused. Oh, because I was obviously lying about that shit. No, yeah, the jig is up. I went too far this time. He turns to him as he can. I just, I couldn't believe you'd come here. To what? Spy on me. And in that shitty disguise, too. Why don't you trust me, man? This entire evening is the prime example of why I would never trust you. I'm just... I'm just saying. Have a little trust is all. No. Damn, bitch. You cold. (laughs) But alright. You win, you sneaky little slut. I wasn't here to spy on you, you know. I, I really didn't know it was you before I walked in here. I mean... Obviously, I know everything, but when you know every single thing, stuff's bound to slip through the cracks. My brain's so crammed with random bullshit, I can barely remember how to stand. Amnesty Ken collapses. He stands, brushing himself off. <laughs> really good. You weren't here to spy on me. Of course not. We had a deal, remember? We were going to leave you to it. 
But now my superhero team doesn't even exist. They're all just Lucille Ball fans slash pacifists now. Well, what if I changed everything back? You would do that? Of course. Even the sky? I mean, I'm like 60% certain the sky actually was always Lucille Ball. I'm just again clear, is it Tamalan? No, sure. Even the sky. Alright, well, I best be off. And don't worry. I'll stay out of the past from now on. Again, I absolutely can't trust you all. But I appreciate that. Thanks for being such a good sport about this, Tymalin. Omnissa can here can be a real bitch sometimes. <laughs> what? No worries, man I don't know. Although I did want to ask, Omnissa why were you at the pub quiz tonight? I've never seen you at a pub quiz before. Oh, I offered him half of the money if he helped me cheat to win the million dollars. Everyone in the pub glares at Langston and Omnissa Ken. Guess I probably shouldn't have drawn attention to that. Well, off I go. Oh, I did go back and change one other thing during the break, though. And what was that? Sinkhole City's punishment for cheating on pub quizzes. Tamerlan disappears, off to read the timeline of Ball. Four days later, Omnisican and Langston are kneeling, their heads through holes in a wooden frame. Above them rests a sharp, weighted blade. I have to admit, I'm pretty bummed he changed the punishment for cheating on pub quizzes to execution by beheading. Well, at least he changed all the Lucille Ball stuff back. Yeah, at least the sky is blue again. They gaze up at the sky, knowing it will be the last thing their eyes will see. I, um, I kind of miss when it was Ball. Right? And the guillotine falls. It's my beat for the week. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, I love it. Let's do it. Pump my hands. All right. Mm-hmm. This is the one. This is my beef of the week is Kate. Kate started our pod, started listening to our podcast and she's not listening fast enough. And that sucks for me because it's fucked up. I want to listen to the whole thing faster, faster. Right? She said she binged 40 episodes in like two days. She did. She did do that. Yeah. Is that not enough for you? I didn't know. I didn't know that. You wanted 46 episodes in two days? It's basically Well, she should have have finished it. She could have finished it. You know what my problem with that is, though, right? Yep. Think about it. You listen to 40 episodes of the podcast in two days, you're not paying attention to every single lane. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know what? Someone will come up to me, they'll be like, hey, listen to your podcast. Didn't make sense. Start from the beginning, right? It didn't make sense. I was asleep. Be awake when you listen to the podcast. Jesus be Christ. A, be awake. Don't put your pot. Don't listen to podcasts while you're going to sleep. It doesn't make sense. Some I, Someone told me they did that recently, and I don't remember who it was. It also wasn't recently. It was like a year ago. Sometimes but, I know. listen to a whale sounds podcast before I go to sleep. And you know what? Yeah. I'll say it. These whales, they ain't got much to say. It's mostly yeah, just very funny. It's mostly just whale sounds, you know? Like, what's the point? Like, if they're not doing comedy, why are they in a podcast? Yeah, if anyone it. who listens to a podcast that isn't strictly comedy, I uh, I give them the side eye. I oh, absolutely. You've heard of the um, uh, you've heard of Jack the Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Pod Saves America. Get out of here with that. Is that still a podcast? Or? I don't fucking know. I, I don't know either. Yeah, cereal. Um. Do you want to do the thing where we? Do you want to do the thing where we? Uh, 
<laughs> name serial characters again. Absolutely. Do you think I that think, was a bit people liked? <laughs> I think we're at the stage where that's fine to do. <laughs> and honestly expected. You know what they say? You know what Jerry Seinfeld always used to say? What does he say? Always give the people what they want. Exactly right. People kept asking him for years, reboot Seinfeld, reboot Seinfeld. Right. And you know what he did? He, he did it. What? He fucking did it. He didn't. No, he didn't. Did he look like a bee in it? For sure. Oh, you're the bee movie. Did the bee fuck the woman in it? Yes. Mm, jury's out. Yes. 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 Bee fucked the woman. Rap Scallion the, the twit. Bee fucked the woman. Bee fucked the woman. So that's Bee the... fucked the woman. What? So that's the first serial mascot. Rap Scallion? Rap Scallion the twit. So basically he is... The twit? <laughs> yeah. He's a he's a straight arrow. He's a good boy, right? And he's clever too. We can, we can go with that. All right, here's mine. Um, you've heard of uh, Honey Nut Cheerios? It's got the little bee guy. Mm, the Jerry bee, little bee guy. Yeah, I remember him from the last time we did this. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. I don't remember that. Right. Um, so instead of the bee, we're gonna put we're gonna put like what else loves honey, right? Winnie the Pooh. We're gonna put a pantsless man. <laughs> we're gonna put a pantsless man on the cover well what? call it what why is it why is that a man if it was like if it was Winnie well, the Pooh let me finish well Winnie the Pooh doesn't wear pants um mm-hmm. so it's a pantsless pantsless man yeah. and it's called Honey Nut Beerios cause he's drinking he's drinking a beer it's Sunday night it's football days drinking a beer you get your Honey Nut Beerios I thought you were gonna say B Rios because of the B, but the then I remember gone. The, yeah, you the replaced the B with a man yeah. with his cock. The B's gone on a kid's cereal. I didn't say it. I did not well say his there. cock was out. I did not well, say his, his pants are down. It's tucked in. All right, next cereal <laughs> mascots we have Lenny the Grabber. So I don't think so. Yeah, um, sounds worse than what I said. Yeah, Lanny the Grabber is gonna grab. He's gonna. He's gonna grab you. He's gonna grab you. So stay inside. Lock your doors and your windows. Right. And your heart, because you'll fall for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. I guess. <laughs> like fall for like fall in love. Yeah, fall in love. You gotta fall in love with Jimmy the what was his name? <laughs> I forgot right. I forgot. Jimmy the uh, Lenny the Grabber. Lenny the Grabber. Jimmy the Grab Lenny the Grabber. <laughs> Alright, yeah, here's mine. Uh if I had to guess, it was like Well don't guess. What? No, I was gonna guess. This is Do you remember is... do you remember like the red coats uh in this in the the Revolutionary War? Uh do I ever? Yeah, the English side. Santa. So, yeah. what? Red coats, white hat. Red coats, red hat. White bubble. What are you saying, man? Holidays are coming. And you know, you know the famous trader John Appleseed, whatever. These are going to be called Trader uh, Joe Bidens. <laughs> so it's like a cereal for the right side. That's on the right side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 so why you don't know Joe what I'm Yeah. What? Why is it Joe Bannon? Yeah. He's the right. Because <laughs> he's the tra- He's a traitor, Joe Biden. He's the tra- Oh, traitor? Are you saying traitor? Yeah, traitor. Traitor. Oh, yeah, traitor. this isn't. This isn't. 
American accent, Scottish accent mix oh, up. We love folks. to see it. We love to you see it. Let's, let's switch our accents right now. Let's switch our <laughs> this accents is how right now. Ready? Wars are fought. Ready? Let's switch our accents right now. I, let's switch American, American. Let's I'm from. Let's I'm from our, Irish, let's Scotland. Right now. I'm from. I'm, I'm from Edinburgh. I'm a. Uh, I'm a uh, Eric Crust, and I. Uh, I go to uh, Illinois State University, and sometimes we get rain. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Tom Hanks? <laughs> sometimes we get rain, and uh, sometimes we get like. We get like. We get like there's get Tom like, Hanks. There he is. <laughs> we get like cold fingers. <laughs> you get what? We get like cold fingers. We get oh, cold I tell you, fingers. Out there on the cold. Out there on the cold. I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all say a phrase that we've never said before. All right, ready? One, two, three. I'm, I'm having a good content. time. <laughs> Jesus. Are we alright, man? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so, man. This has been Lost in Narration. Tune in next week to find out what the boys get into next. Uh, though it's it's probably more books because of the library thing. Yeah. <laughs>